1: On today's Saturday news, Big East says some doctors have told him to never wrestle again. AEW's pack is injured. A popular WWE star told management they should fire them for this reason. And AEW stars respond to the women's locker room concerns. Are you ready?
2: Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Salty Sea Dog to talk all things wrestling news. And Gareth's here as well, I suppose. But let's get right into it.
1: Gareth, what is the first story? I'm sure Salty could take this one, couldn't he? Yeah, uh, never mind. I'll just do my job, eh, Phil? So. Big E was talking <laughs> at SummerSlam. He's, he's been there, he's been doing press conferences, I think he's been h- helping out with the tryouts in Detroit as well, just doing loads of stuff, keeping himself busy, which we love to see. And uh, he had a chat with everyone at this press conference, and obviously the inevitable question of, what's going on Big E? When are you going to be back? How's everything going? How's the neck? How, just How is it all? Uh, th- those questions came up and he answered. He said, and this is uh, just a, n- a number of sources, like I, I, b- I believe uh, the likes of SportsKeeder picked up on this, uh, House of Wrestling, uh Got a comment. Sean Ross Sapp was there as well. And uh FOW Online have got all these comments there. Um, that Big E said. But the, the big one, the big standout one was that he said that he had that year checkup, the one that he's been talking about a lot. We've had a lot of kind of comments on that. He said that he needed to get that one out of the way and he did it, and everything looked great in that one year checkup. So that's a big woo big great stuff for Big E. Uh, but he also Talked to some spine specialists. Uh, he's done that recently, and he said those doctors that he spoke to have worked on various individuals in WWE over the years, and they've done their neck fusions, so they know what they're talking about with this kind of stuff. And they said to him, "You shouldn't be wrestling again, mate." So that's that's a big one. And he was a bit like, "Well, I, I don't really know what to do uh, with that information right now." Like uh, 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 some people apparently are pretty much saying that, "Yeah, you're you're in a good position." Then specialists are saying probably not wise to do this whole wrestling wrestling stuff anymore. So he said, I don't know what the future holds, understandably. None of us do, like based on those kind of comments. What what is he going to do now going forward? He simply wants to live a long, happy, pain-free life. He said that he's not got any nerve damage or pain, I believe. Uh, His strength's really good. He said his strength's great and he's feeling great, just generally great. So you probably don't want to try and Mess with that, i jeopardise that if a specialist is telling you uh, it's probably not wise to get back in, in the ring anytime soon. But another thing that was said in this conversation with everyone, he said that he's discussed internally with WWE potentially taking up a colour commentary role with the company. And I'd be I'd be well up for that, because Big E is just a big ball of charisma and having that voice on commentary would be awesome. And so I'd I'd be I'd be well game for that. But the the most important thing right now is just Biggie being healthy, I say every time we talk about this story. Biggie being healthy, living pain-free, and I believe he's in a position where he is currently having that, and he's living a nice, happy life. So you don't really want to put that at any risk. So yeah, hopefully he just makes the choice that's best for him and just listens to the right people and just goes from there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's sad one this for Biggie. It's like. Just, it always feels like he's sort of on the right track and then like something else has come up but like you say at the end of the day the most important thing is that he can live a happy and healthy life throughout this and the amount of talent that that man has he can do sort of any role that he probably sees fit that isn't in ring um like he could do the commentary stuff he could do pretty much whatever he wanted to um with the sort of talking abilities that he's got so yeah good, good luck to him in his recovery i hope he does get well soon because we very much miss him on screen i think he also did a thing thing, he said something about uh uh, if he was to do any commentary like he wouldn't be able to do it because of his bladder or something (laughs) like he'd have to go and pee every five minutes um so that'd be an interesting one uh but yeah best of luck to biggie it's a sad one um but hopefully yeah he just gets happy and healthy and yeah lives on and does whatever he wants basically um But next up, speaking of bad injury news, Pac in AEW is also injured. I should also point out now, uh, my internet is absolutely terrible today. So if there's anything weird about this video, it's because of my terrible internet and we've got like a five second delay between our talking on this Google Meet thing. So it could go a little bit wrong. But anyway, uh, Pac has been injured. Tony Schiavone uh, announced on Rampage last night that he has been injured and that he will not be able to compete for quite a while now, was the wording he used. No details on, like, what the injury is or when it occurred. It's unfortunate he's only just turned back onto AWTV recently. Obviously, he joined the Blackpool Combat Club for Blood and Guts. And then he faced uh, Claudio Castagnoli at Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor. And then he defeated Gravity on Dynamite the other week, and... Uh, um, and he, but then before that, he was off for almost the entire year. He wasn't been since he hadn't been seen since, since the beginning of the year. He broke his news and that put him out for a while. He'd done a couple of OTT shows over here in, uh, well, not over here, but in Ireland in the UK. Um, and I saw him at a far side gig in Newcastle. That's, that's, that's what he was getting up to while he was away from AEW. Uh, AW. uh, but yeah, so no details. Don't know how long he'll be out for. It's incredibly unfortunate timing with not only just coming back to TV, but with All In just around the corner as well. If that means he's going to miss that, that is incredibly disappointing for him and for Brits everywhere because Pac, obviously, he's a British guy. It would have been amazing to see him at All In. He's an incredible wrestler. He's been, I've been. Been missing him from TV for a really long time now I've been desperate to see him back and he's only just got back to have this happen at the same time It's very unfortunate but again like we say uh, all the time just best wishes to pack hope he gets well soon and can get back at doing what he does best
1: yeah exactly that, that's, that's the, the key like sentiment like takeaway coming out of this kind of stuff it sucks really if he's if he's not going to be able to be it all in in like a resting capacity they might just bring him out and try him out and go this guy he's british you love him cheer like i'd be happy with that at this point because <laughs> he deserves it he's awesome and yeah every time he's, he's picking up a bit of momentum and you're like oh here he is this is packed this is what we could do yeah great something like this happens and it's I don't know. It's just really, really disheartening. You-, you can only imagine what he's going through with it, and he's he's probably just as frustrated as anybody. And it's like, I will just keep picking up this momentum. He could be one of those top players in AEW if he just had a bit of like time just to really. Flex his muscles, really, in more ways than one and do do what he does best more often. But I, I don't know. I just hope he gets he gets fit soon again and he can just kick everyone's ass and maybe one day win that big belt, eh? Maybe. I don't know. The dream's still alive. As long as he's still in this company, he can win that big belt. But speaking of keeping dreams alive, one person whose dream was very much alive and he showed no signs of dying very early on was L.A. Knight. Obviously, yeah. and I, t- I said in this opening, I was saying, I was saying like, oh yeah, WWE. Um, th- this star said that WWE should fire them. The key thing at the end of that is
2: if, if
1: in three months, the first three months of his like time in WWE, if he wasn't over in that three months, he said you should get rid of me, you should just fire me because if I've not smashed it within three months, I'm that good. If it's not working within three months, what's the point? I ain't going to do any better than this. Let's get out. And he said that. During an appearance on Busted Open Radio recently, said that to Dave LaGreca, he had a chat with him, about all this. And the quote is, I'll just kind of read off the full thing. Obviously, he's talking about his first three months in NXT where he did kind of hit the ground running quite quickly and he started getting over like organically and doing what he did really in the main roster when he was allowed to not be Max pre. So, yeah. He, he said during this conversation, he said, when I first came back in 2021, I said, look, here's the deal. I said, if you feel like I'm not getting over after three months, get me out of there. That's how confident I was that just in a short amount of time, I'm going to make this happen. I know how to do this. I've been around it long enough to make that happen and you know I had a lot more help in NXT at least as far as billing and the way I kind of was used and whatnot all that kind of stuff. He said it's been a little bit more of a struggle up here but somehow some way here we are. Here he is indeed. He's now one of the biggest most popular like stars in all of WWE. Like last night at Smackdown he was the the person who opened the show and he literally just stood there and the crowd were going crazy. Like he is so popular and it's incredible to, to just think that he literally walked in on that like first day and said, fire me. Fire me in three months. If I am not the biggest thing in this damn company, three months, get rid of me. And-
3: a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com/slash whatculture today to get ten percent off your first month. That's better help pcom dot com slash whatculture.
1: Well, look, look what happened. Bet on yourself, ladies and gentlemen. This is what happens. Yeah, absolutely. I really like this as a move to just have the
2: balls and the confidence to go in there and say, Look, if I'm not over in three months, fire me. That's the end of that. Like, uh, who could say no to that as a deal? It was like, Yes, okay, here you go. Have three months. Go get over. Uh, and he did. Uh, and obviously, there's the issues with WWE. Are they like capitalizing on it enough right now? But I think they will. Like, they have to. Surely, they absolutely have to going on from this point now. Uh, but yeah, it's absolutely great to see. Um, loving how over he is at the minute. And bloody well done LA Knight is what I'm gonna say about that bloody mm-hmm. well done uh, we're moving back over to He's AW, beat the system he has Uh, moving back over to AEW uh, a bunch of women stars well just a bunch of AEW stars in general have responded to recent concerns about the women's locker room over there now there's quite a lot to go through in this story so I've got some like bullet point notes and I'll try and whistle through it as fast as possible to get you fully updated on terms of the situation so recently uh, indie veteran wrestler Lou Fisto voiced her concerns about the women's locker room in AEW she did it in a Fightful interview and she also did it on Twitter. Now, on Twitter, she claimed that uh, some women have too much power and that they trash talked newcomers. And in a fightful interview, Uh, amongst a bunch of other stuff I might add as well, like these are just the cliff notes from it all. Uh, And in the Fightful interview, she talked about an altercation that she had with Dustin Rhodes and Ruby Soho. She claimed that uh, Dustin Rhodes called French-Canadian people assholes backstage. She says that Dustin Rhodes accused her of making the other girls look bad in her match that she had on AW Dark and pointed to organisational issues behind the scenes as well. Now, from this, Dustin Rhodes replied on Twitter, um, saying all of these tweets I'll put up on the screen, by the way, in full so you can read them and I'll just give you the clip notes as we go along. Um, So Dustin Rhodes replied on Twitter, saying that as a coach, he has to be very honest and sometimes hard love comes out and that he wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, But she continued on Twitter, saying that she was told that women uh, women who tried to address the backstage issues were punished and sent home. She says that the legitimate wrestlers believe Tony Khan doesn't give a damn about women's wrestling and feels like they are going back to the Divas era. Now, she also apparently learned about a backstage meeting where one of the topics discussed was to shoot on Thunder Rosa and wrote that Tony Khan attended this meeting and reminded those in attendance that their segments were the lowest. Uh, Now, uh, after all of this, it was a a big thing on Twitter, so I'll put them all up so you can see. But the AEW locker room is fighting back now against these allegations. I'll read a few, but there's a lot more, so I'll put them up as we go along, like I say. uh, MJF came out and basically said that uh, if you listen to miserable people who never made it in this sport, that's not exactly the brightest thing to do. Use your brain. If someone's been in professional wrestling for over a decade and you find them to be talented, but they've never truly panned out, there's a reason for it. And he finished off by saying we have an amazing women's locker room. Sorry, not sorry. But Baker has also replied uh, saying that, um, well, she was replying to someone who asked her if the Thunder Thunder Rosa rumours were true or false. And she replied saying false. Thunder called the meeting to discuss multiple personal issues. There was no meeting to shoot on her. These are salacious Twitter rumors. I'm sure when she's ready, she can help clarify. Ruby Soho also put out a big statement saying that, uh, in part saying that the women in the AW locker room don't just claim to be in support of women's wrestling. They show it, whether you see it or not. Now, after a bunch of all of these uh, different things appeared on Twitter from loads of different wrestlers and backstage people at AEW, Lufisto replied on a Twitter thread um, with a bunch of stuff that, again, I'll put them all on the screen so you can read it all, Uh, but basically saying that, uh, enjoy your paychecks and keep on stabbing each other in the back, pretending this is normal. I can only hope that your hate towards me will get you to finally effing work together for the best of women's wrestling. Now that the problems have been called out, uh, now, like I say, like I'll put all the tweets on the screen while we're talking about this as well, so you can make up your own minds and let us know down in the comments what you think about all of this. But it is all a little bit of a mess there backstage at AW. It seems in the women's division.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you took the words out of my mouth, it, it, it's a mess and it's a, a very public mess right now, which is is never great. Like, regardless of what you can't even say, what side you believe. Like, it's, it's like. People have definitely got different recollections of what's happened and they, they fight fighting the corners. They're entitled to do that. Just maybe not on a, a public kind of, a, like a, a public platform, let's yeah. say, doing it like that in front of everyone. Because it just, uh, the, the thing that loses out is AEW. The, the, the company just looks small time if this kind of stuff's playing out yeah. in front of the world. Like if this kind of backstage drama and things like that were going down in, in the only kind of big company in America that you can compare it to, WWE, I don't think that would be playing out in quite the same way. Do you know what I mean? Like we've heard of drama recently with the what Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus not being happy with their match being taken off SummerSlam. We've heard a few rumblings, but it's not just played out, has it? Like to this kind yes. of level on on Twitter, where you're hearing all these little details and everything else. It's just kind of they try to keep their the business behind closed doors, whereas this has just erupted and. Fair play. I understand the AEW side of it. Those stars are going to come out and defend and try and be like, oh, no, 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 our workplace is fine. And if they truly believe that, fair play to them. Who are we to judge, argue with that, whatever it is? But Lee Fisto, as well, if she feels like she was treated a certain way, she's more than entitled to talk about that. And I think it's all coming from a place of trying to. Help. Do you know what I mean? I think everyone just wants that women's division to be treated a bit better. I think I saw Soraya a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago, whenever it was, put a thing about wanting the the women's division just to be booked a bit more like strongly coming into All In, have a real story, things like that. And everyone just wants that. Like this, they're all kind of pulling towards the same thing. They're just doing it in very different ways right now. And you just want everyone to get on that same page. No pun intended there. <laughs> and just, I don't know, work together and just just make this division something worth screaming and shouting about. We had that main event on Dynamite this week and I feel like it's all just been completely forgotten now because of all this and it's just been overshadowed and that was an awesome moment that felt earned and felt like a really great maybe catalyst for something new with this women's division and engaging and I hope now all this kind of gets stored and they try and use it as... as Impetus to to change things for the better. Yeah, absolutely. It's another one of those things
2: in AEW where the sort of the backstage rumors are overshadowing what is actually happening on the TV. Like it happened with the CM Punk stuff and A- and uh, MJF's title win. Like that happened at the same time, and then now this like amazing moment on Dynamite with uh, Hikaru Shida kind of being overshadowed overshadowed by all of the backstage stuff here. And like you bring up the like Becky Lynch stuff. Like the difference, I guess, between the like WWE um, like Uh, unsettledness, I guess, backstage or whatever it is, is normally like that is voiced and then it's very quickly dealt with. Whether that's sort of behind the scenes or Uh whether that's the people themselves dealing with it, it it gets out there, but then it disappears very quickly in WWE. Uh, Whereas in Uh AEW, it seems to be allowed to fester a little bit more and sort of snowball um, and then... It ends up in these big eruptions and this isn't the first time there's been rumours about the AW women's division either so it's it feels like this is a, a tipping point where whatever it is going on backstage whoever you believe I'm not going to editorialise because you've seen all the tweets so you can make your own minds up um yeah. It, whatever it is there's mm-hmm. an unrest there that is needing to be settled and this needs management to kind of step in and figure out what is this what is happening why is this happening and let's fix it going forwards and make everything better but that is it thank you very much for joining us on the wrestling news uh, if you want you can follow us over on Twitter you can follow me at Chambers, and you can follow Gareth at gmorgan04 and you can follow all of us at whatculturewwe and click this video where is it it's down here here somewhere down here click it to carry on on your viewing experience because YouTube really likes it when you watch loads of videos. So do that and it'll help us out. But most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus,